Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Dear Joe King podcast with SJ and Eva B. We are a three-way Zoom podcast and thanks for listening. Oh, here she is. Well, there we go. Oh. It was very quick. It's very quick. Hello. Oh, hello. Yeah. Oh, love. Yeah. Take a breath. Do you want to go make a cup of tea? Oh, Jesus. Are you joking me? <laughs> No. <laughs> really? No, it feels so bloody bad after driving. Don't. Like, after driving, like Lewis Hamilton <laughs> down the road. Take oh, a breath, love. If you want to, if you want to go fine. make a cup of tea, make a cup of tea. I might need to go to the toilet. I'm grand for tea, but I might yeah. need to go to the loo. No, go How to the are toilet. you both? Good, my darling. Well. I've just been hearing hearing great things about the show. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's a little launched well. I mean, it's excellent. Uh, did it feel good after it? Like, was there... I felt relieved. I just felt relieved. The thing has launched. Yeah. Do you know you're just yeah. talking about it and waiting yeah. so long. Yeah. So I just, oh no, go yeah. and live your life. Yes, I know. <laughs> Did, you get Did you get much feedback? Uh, I got nice messages, yeah. Um, all positive. I think all the comics were happy, which of course I, you know, really care about. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, good. Oh, God. Good. Good. I think, I think the numbers were good too, apparently. So. Oh, brilliant, love. That's Yeah, great. I mean, Sky Ireland did a phenomenal job on the promotion of it. Was it yes, they did. Everywhere. It was great. Really everywhere, yeah. Great. Amazing. When you, I saw it live, obviously, but when you see the the whole thing put together on TV, that opening is incredible. I remember Steve telling me about it, but then yeah. when you see it come into you play, like the opening, yeah, it's really cool, it's oh, really cool. cool. Um, and you know, you just yeah, you've you're just owning it. It is your well, moment. you know, thirty years later. I'd like to think we've yeah. arrived at the point now where. We all know what we're doing. <laughs> because That's what really, the headline should have said. <laughs> yeah, exactly. She thinks she knows what she's doing now. <laughs> we should all know what we're doing at this point. We should day. all know what we're doing at this point. I don't know if either of you are watching Strictly, but oh my God, my absolute heart went out to Greg Wise last night. Were you, are either of you watching it? No, 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 don't have it. No. Why? What happened? Ah, like, I mean, they, first of all, a samba is a really hard dance to do. And they gave him the samba to do to Macarena, the Macarena. Jesus, my kids love that song. It's yeah, <laughs> I mean, exactly. It's exactly. Um, but the big frilly shirt and the trousers and the song and the samba, it was just a match made in hell. And it was just. That's so cruel. It was cruel. I, I felt like they, I almost felt like, oh God, might I think you've sort of thrown him under the bus. Like, you know. Did, did he get voted out? Yeah, he went. Oh, yeah. that's not fair. Yeah, poor fella. I really, no, it didn't feel fair. It felt like it was a, that's a combo. It was interesting because Anton Dubeck is one of the judges now. He even said when he heard it at the start, ooh, when I heard Samba and the Macarena, I thought, oh God, which was exactly what I thought. Oh yeah. God. And who chooses um, the songs though? I don't know. I guess production. He didn't stand a chance with that combo to be perfectly, perfectly honest with you. Had he been I, performing I, quite well? Was he like a good dancer? Or he was, he, he, do you know what? He's not a natural dancer. But the other dances were absolutely fine. And he was carrying them off. There was just nowhere to hide. With this, there was nowhere to hide. And it was... God bless him. 
This was a train of thought that you came up with when we were discussing, you think after 30 years, we know what we're doing. When in actual fact, you then throw yourself into something that's completely unfamiliar terrain and you're putting yourself out there and then you kind of feel I fucked like I, <laughs> I fucked it. Fuck. <laughs> well, listen, I, I mean, it, but was it his fault? No, I don't think it was his fault. I mean, I, I think it was. That's what I'm saying to you. I think it was a cruel combination. I yeah. don't think he stood a chance with that combination. I, very mm. few would. Very few would. And, um, you know, so it's just, it was just interesting. It's, it, I guess that's one of the reasons, again, you know, that I ag- agonized over whether to do that show or not. Do the yeah. dance. Like, it can backfire. These things can go sure. in your favor. They can also go against you. You just don't know how you're going to come across. And um, it can be career enhancing or it can be career friggin' damaging. Most oh. of the time, I, I believe it's enhancing. Yeah. Most of the time. Just every now and again, you just think, oh, God. It's one of those I I was up. I was I was feeling for him now. I was really, really feeling for him. I was just like, oh, no, please. And was Emma in the audience? Was the camera? She wasn't now, thank God, last night. No, she has been there. She was there week one and she was she zoomed in, I think, another week. So she wasn't there last night. Just oh, I well. just felt I just felt sorry. I felt terribly sorry for him. And it's like when the judges are hard on you, that's well, Craig never liked him from day one. That's hard because you're working your butt off. You're working your ass off. And like you're you know, and and also going, there's, there's so many dancers in any of those competitions or any of those shows, rather, um, that some are at a great advantage because they were in bands or they're just oh, are just able to dance. They're not dancers, but they just are able to dance. And they have other people yes. going in who have no natural ability whatsoever. And they're at such a disadvantage. And that's not really taken into account. Sure it isn't, because it has to be like a level playing field. And it can't be a level playing field. And it no, never is. No. But some people get voted on just because entertainment value and personality. People yeah. love them. Yeah. So it's all kinds of things go on in that show. You know, the personality definitely is a big part of it. Which is why I was so surprised you did so well, you know. I know, because you're not one for the personality. (laughs) Thank God you could dance. (laughs) Not now. Now, listen, we are very excited today because we got our first topic to discuss letters to our email address from one of our listeners. Ooh. And I want to get going with it because I have to run off at, in not very, <laughs> not very long from now. It's from Barbara Dolan, who said, hi there. Just wanted to drop a quick email today to say how much I'm enjoying your podcast. I had the pleasure of meeting Deirdre at the Sky launch night of the new show. I'm not an influencer or a PR person, but a mere competition winner punter. Which brings me to the reason for my email. Myself and my pals sat in the sugar club, loving life, being entertained and having a few bold midweek drinks. We suffered the next day with 10 kids between oh, the oh. Can we just, can I repeat that? 10 That's kids a shocker. between the pair shock. of them. I mean, I hope for, for their sake, it's five and five and not nine it's and one. It's not. It's six and four, actually. Yeah. Uh, 
so uh, 10 kids between the pair of us to farm out the next morning, also holding noses while changing nappies. Anyway, I digress. So we were looking around the room full of influencers and PR people, and we started chatting about how hard the life of an influencer must be, like the pressure to constantly be relevant with content while always having to look your best on social stories. I honestly don't know where they get the energy from. I really think it's a tough gig. We were looking around between the snorts of laughter and so many were in work mode, mingling, snapping away. It's a constant pressure, isn't it? Anyway, just a thought. I'd love to hear what you guys think. Thanks for the laughs, Barbara. Thanks, Very Barbara. interesting. Thank you, Barbara. For your letter. Lovely Thank you. Thank you, Barbara. Well, it's funny, though, because we three had a lunch during the week, which is our first lunch ever since Absolutely we started doing this podcast, person. Yeah. which was amazing. And we actually did talk a little bit about social media and we have discussed it before, but I don't think we've aired the actual topic of it on, on the podcast. But go. Begin. Go, Onion Barks can set. Go. Shoot. Eva, go. <laughs> well, you see, I'm probably not the best person to ask because as you know, I'm not on Instagram and I think that's probably where mo- most, if not all, of the influencers um, she's talking about are. Um, yeah. So, because on Twitter, you don't get that. It's an um, awful pity you're not on it, love, because they would love your background. That sitting room would just go down <laughs> a bomb on Instagram, wouldn't it? But let me ask, who decides who's an influencer? Does that person go, I know, I'm going to be an influencer and they make it their sole mission to be an influencer or do they get picked? I suppose, does it vary? Does a person no. get asked to be an influencer? Start, I think it begins oh, no. with the person themselves. So my, so I, I, I'm so bad on social media, but there is one influencer who I do follow and it was actually you, Eva, that sent me the very first video of her. And it's the woman, uh, Mama Still Got It. Yeah. This was months and months and months ago, last year during the lockdown. And you sent me the first video and I started following her on Instagram. But see, I wouldn't consider her an influencer. She fucking is now because she gets paid <laughs> by like, and I watched her followers. So when you sent me that first video, she was at maybe, I can't remember, like 20,000. Now she's, I was there the day that she got 100,000 followers. When you hit a certain mark, you then attract the attention of advertisers so now her videos her her doing some funny videos and they are hilarious and I really really do enjoy them yeah really good her videos now is a mishmash sometimes of her promoting she's taking off her makeup and she's using L'Oreal or she's putting on her fake tan and she's using Garnier or whatever that (laughs) she is now getting paid to do these ads and she because she's a model she she's very good at what she does in terms of how she films the stuff but she also brings in her friends as well now too and they're they're there at like a night out a pajama party but yet and then they change into glamorous clothes and it's all very staged and brilliant um, but it is a full-time job. It's definitely a full-time job. As a, because you, you have seen it before, she became the influencer, is now an influencer. Has it lost its appeal? No, definitely not. They're still genius. Oh, I mean, I, I, how she finds the time, because I know simply from just doing a little bit of work on the podcast, what time goes into editing something. And her videos, she puts one out every other day. And these are not 10 minutes. I'm just going to put out a little video. They're they're like the production value is high. And she also 
is a full-time mother and she also does her modeling and she, but but her instagram stuff is what has i can t- from what i can tell is um she's getting awards to you talk see, about events now the thing is it's going to be get her more work Whatever yeah. the modeling work was, once yeah. the reputation builds, the numbers build. She's very so funny. She's, she's very, very good. Like she's very, very funny, talented. Right. And she's, she's very also funny. she's also opened up about how she had an eating disorder when she was younger. When she first started modeling, she was told that she was too fat. And she was a size eight, and so she's sharing her story. And so she's building her followers, and she's very much herself. And but going back to Barbara's letter, it is a full time job. It's a profession and they, they're treating it as such. Like, it, because if it wasn't that, I don't think you could do it. Only could keep it up. But um, I, I'd be very interested to know what the burnout level is because I'd say after a couple of years, yeah. you'd be drained. So I'd say there's possibly a lot of them who do do it for a couple of years and then get out. I'm assuming like anything, there's a sliding scale with what they're earning you can do if you're, it sounds like she's and doing And, and a lot of it is not cash. Yeah, a lot of it is not cash. A lot of it is product. Yeah. yeah. So you're being sent a lot of products. Skincare. Yeah. Yes. Tan, Which doesn't pay the bills. Lot. Your fake tan doesn't pay no, the bills. No, it wouldn't pay the bills. No, exactly. But it takes up a huge amount of time from what you're saying. Yeah, it must do. Like, it, it really must do. She yeah. must make some money from it. Like, I'm Oh, sure. I would yeah. think so. Definitely. But there is, correct me if I'm wrong, like there's, people like her who are very talented. She is a she very is, yeah. funny person. She comes yeah. up with really funny sketches. She's yeah. an, she's an actor. She's like, yeah. she's, a very, she's a comic actor and she's very, very um, imaginative and creative with her, her sketches. Mm. So, yeah. I, 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 you know, I think that's great. Why not? Brilliant. Yeah. You're, you're, you're showing oh, off your yeah. skills and you're, oh. you're providing entertainment. Brilliant. Time. But I'm assuming there's a different camp, which is just about... Hi, I like him. I don't know why I have to do a really bad American accent to be that person. <laughs> Stereotyping. Hi, I look amazing in front of this bush of whatever. Yeah, <laughs> I tell there's, you what, there's a lot of makeup artists and stylists. Uh, that business, the beauty industry business, seems to be very high on yeah. the influencer list. See, if it's imparting a skill um, or, you know, information that people deem interesting and worthy and want to... Fine, but is there, I guess my question is, is there also people out there where it's sort of vacuous storytelling, which is just me looking good outside a fucking shoe shop? Yeah, I think then their followers just like their look. So they want to, they're getting, people are following people for their fashion ideas. They're following people for their home interiors ideas. Mm. You know what I mean? Like whatever you're into. I mean, Mm. I think the reason the beauty industry is doing so well out of it you know, that it used to be an article in a magazine, whereas now people, they're, they're not doing that as much. They're following yeah. particular mm-hmm. makeup artists that they like, their look, yeah. people who's they're following people they like the look. Yeah, yeah. They can who watch have the routine, similar they style can to the them. projects, they can, yeah, 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 it's more tangible, yeah. yeah. It's fascinating because it it's is. very new. Yeah. It's very new. I mean, even the other night, I'd never done a launch before where influencers were invited and I, I hadn't done one. I'd only done a launch, a traditional launch used to be press, but now um, you wouldn't have a launch without a percentage of the room being influencers because they have bigger influence than the press people. So here's my question though. Do you, so Barbara was there with her friend and she mm. said that she knew she was in a room full of influencers. Like, how do you know who's an influencer and who's a PR person or... Or a journalist. 
had she probably noticed with the phones and the attitude, I'd say, and right. like photographing the of every detail and being very, they're usually very well groomed and, right. you know, they're not, there, there's nothing left undone now. <laughs> the hair is perfect. The lashes perfect. The makeup is perfect. The clothes are perfect. <laughs> they are not like us. I mean, yeah, like they would have yeah. they would have dried the hair, wouldn't they? And like my so it's <laughs> stack of hay in my head. Incredibly well groomed. I mean, Jesus, hats off to them lads because it's an awful lot of effort. It is. Yeah, you have to love it. I think you have to. You have it's to a love career. it. And it's a career, and that's why to answer your question, where you're saying do people get chosen? They really don't, because you have to. You and have to be really be offering something up, really yeah. tech savvy. Get into it yourself, build it yourself, and build yourself. Not, you yeah. can't yeah. pick a person. And there must be millions of them out there as well. So how do you stand out oh, from the crowd? Right. You have to. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's a very small percentage who are making money, good yeah. money. Yeah. A lot of people being paid in product. Uh, and then I'd say the people who are making money are absolutely the top, like that girl who's really good. Yes. yes. Um, and she's offering something unique. Like Emma Chamberlain, for do you, either of you know Emma Chamberlain? No. She's 19 uh, and she has built up, she's got a couple of million followers. She's American. She's huge to the teenagers. Uh-huh. And actually, she's great. I really is like she? her. Why is she, she great? Has, she happens to have ADHD. She's uh, talks okay. about all that. She talks about all her issues. She left school early. She's got all kinds of things going on. She's yeah. very honest. She's she's not always trying to be very glamorous. She shows herself at her worst and talks about okay. her moods. And so I think for a lot of teenagers, they they latched onto her because she was real. She yeah. presented herself as a teenager with real worries and anxieties and, and issues. And then she's also funny. She's funny yeah. and she's funny. Yeah. She is making a lot. Oh, wow. Of money. So she's making actual hard cash. Oh, yeah. she's making, she's a millionaire. She's, she's a multimillionaire. Wow. Amazing. She's, she's, and yeah, it's a bra- it's a brave new world. Yeah, it, it is. is. It's a brave wow. new world. Don't you dare close your eyes. A brave um. new world. <laughs> ah, they're off. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Um, so there's another one who I found and she is hilarious. Now, I don't know 
if she's making any money, but she does the sketches again. If you're going to put time and effort into doing a sketch and it's funny as fuck, then I'm all over you and I'll follow you. Just, you know, this one is called Caitlin Riley and she does all of these satires on actual influencers. I should be like, <laughs> hi, you guys, I'm here in my trailer. I'm so exhausted because I've just been filming to like, oh my God, since 4am, but I just wanted, you know, to let you know that my activism has not stopped. <laughs> she completely embodies whoever it is that she's taking the piss out of. She is hilarious. D, you should follow her. She's I will. Really, really funny. That's the other interesting thing, like in terms of funny, um, yeah. like people are creating a comedy career. You know, now, now that again, this is really new. I've seen comics create um, a following on Instagram and then go sell out theaters, having never played a theater in their lives. Now, that is so new and so out there. Yeah. So they're jumping from sketch to theaters full of people buying tickets. Buying well, that's, tickets. That's amazing. And I can think, well, amazing. That's off to you. That's brilliant. Doesn't always work now. Well, here's the flip side of that as well. Um, I don't know if it's producers, exec producers, producers, I suppose it probably would be. Um, before they cast, this is, a, you know, I don't know if it's a handful. Oh, it's more oh we know about this. Oh, yeah. But the casting one, yeah. So they yeah. will check an actor's following, how many followers they have, and it, they, will, yeah. they will choose an actor who has the a most. big following over yeah, somebody who doesn't, which is... Horrendous. Oh yeah, they but they won't even see you. I mean, I'm sure the number uh, benchmark has changed in the last five years. But in LA, before I left, um, they wouldn't see you for an audition unless you had at least five thousand followers. That's just at the bare minimum. You won't even get seen. Um, so fucked up. That's how important it is. Yeah. So and that's why when, a sad. lot of the time when you go on, you know, you go on to the Instagram and it says, "Do you want to enhance your followers? Do you want to? You can buy followers." Like yeah. you can pay, you wow. can do all kinds of things. So, so it, you know, there's there's a bit of corruption going on there. So that that's worrying because obviously there's going to be people who are not remotely interested in social no. media. Don't yeah, so it's not what it's about. It's not what it's about. It's about no. talent, obviously, skill, sure. ability. I mean, to reduce it to that is just to reduce it to that. But you see, the the money people. It's it's not much money. different though. Yeah. It, well, it is. It is different, but it's similar to the tradition of casting a name over a non-name. Mm. It's a business. Only to a point, only to a point, because that is that person got there by their own merit. That famous person got there by their own merit and skill. Yeah. But so when we were chatting the other day, influencers are one thing, but then social media in itself has become such an important part of the business. Um, and my my own battle with it myself is that I don't want to be on it and yet I feel I need to be on it and so yeah. I'm on it but I'm not really on it and so are my 200 followers doing me more of a disservice because I'm not on it enough you know to to give that illusion you know where where how does it you know where it, it becomes so important and such a facet of getting your work out there and yet when we've discussed this before Dee, where I go through stages where I'm going to Look at my phone, and then you're scrolling for fucking half an hour. And what have you oh, done? You've just been scrolling the, for half an hour. This is the thing. And then you just feel a little bit 
Sullied? Would we hear the word sullied again? A little sullied. <laughs> and I think, I, you know, and, I, and I'm, st- I'm kind of battling with it at the moment going, will I just come off it all together? Because it's not, it's not serving me in terms of where I want to be putting my head. And you know, it's so, it so lures you in because there's enough on there for you to go, oh, I'm kind of interested in reading yeah. the article. So I'm going to yeah. read the article. And yeah. then before you know it, you're on it for half an hour. This is the I- terrifying thing. It's a designed yeah. to be addictive. It, it is. is designed. The likes. How many like looking at yes. the likes? Like it's extraordinarily yeah. clever and mm. manipulative. The mm. design. I mean, whatever about us being worried about it. What about my feckin' kids? I mean, they're on this thing and it's addictive. It scares the living daylights out of mm. me. It's like, do they wake up in the morning? And they scroll. And before they go to bed, and they scroll. I'm in control at the moment, but how much longer will I have control for? Not much longer. Black Not Mirror did a... Did you see the Black Mirror show on that? No. Was, I can't remember what it was actually called, but it was all about, as all Black Mirror is, sort of, you know, five minutes in the future. Um, and it was about a society working off their main basis of dealing with each other and relationships and work and everything that is involved in living in a, in, in a society was all based on likes and dislikes. And it just takes that idea to the yeah, extreme. Yeah. But it, it, there's, again, why it's, it's so clever, there's a, such an element of truth in it all is that it's, to some people, really, really important. And yeah. to some people, it makes a difference to their their work, therefore their livelihood. And it has, we were saying the other day over lunch yesterday, weren't we, that it's a necessary evil, that it's sort of there's, I, I, I guess for the like, I, I, I did a, a different issue, of course, with the kids because you feel the need to monitor that and and, and you yeah, worry how other. much it affects it and it's a, a whole, whole other, it's a whole other thing. But I think in regards to our relationship with it, it's like I think it's sort of a pinch of salt. You know, yeah. you kind of don't take it too seriously, but yeah. use it for you know, want to use a dip in when you want to dip in. Try not to you know lose you know yourself for down a, a Twitter ex- hole for the problem is that's hours. extremely difficult but so I think you have to actually again I think you have to be very disciplined you have to decide I'm yeah. giving this 15 minutes put a timer on your phone mm-hmm. and say I'm doing 15 minutes yeah and then I'm out of here yeah. and I've stopped bringing the phone like I used to bring the phone down to the bedroom now I turn it off at night but I'd get into the bed and then I'd realize I haven't read a book for a f- I haven't picked yeah. up the book for a week because yeah. I'm looking at the stupid thing. I was so annoyed. I now leave it up in the kitchen and I yeah. do not bring it down to the bedroom, even though I was. And you see, the killer on that is that you're using it for an alarm clock. I set my clock on that. Yeah. So now I have to go and get another friggin' clock because I just can't <laughs> bring it into the bedroom. I just can't. It's just a no no now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All those clocks that tick as well, they annoy me. You can hear <laughs> <laughs> Can't be having that. Digital? <laughs> <laughs> they have this thing called digital now. We'll There's a thing one. called digital. It makes no noise. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so yeah, you have to be disciplined for sure, and it's it's but much it's harder than you think. It that is. sounds so easy. Put a timer on your phone for 15 minutes. I've never done it. Put a timer on your phone for 15 minutes. But then there's all the thing of like, oh, so, but in those 15 minutes, you're supposed to like interact with people. What are you on it? What are we on it for otherwise? You know, like, you know, is it just to scroll? Well, then I'm just not. Then there's no point in being on it because you can find whatever you want to find out from just talking to your mates. But then you go, am I a dinosaur? You know, it is it is mm. it is a very important part of life and you don't want to turn your back on it either. Um, I'll tell you something. I am glad I joined it. Jane, my lovely manager, made me join Instagram. I remember. And she said, you have to. 
when I was dancing with the stars. I hadn't been on it until then. But I, I will say that I am very glad I did. Not just from a work point of view, but because I can now discuss this with my kids and know what it is. And if I did not know what it is, I can't have any conversation with them about anything. I mean, they still laugh at me as if I know nothing, but I'm kind of going, well, I do know something. I'm on it and I know how this thing works. And if I didn't, they would just think I was a real dinosaur idiot. So in a way, I think it's important to do it to keep up with what's going coming down the line. Yeah, that's a good point. For your kids. I actually do, because otherwise, honestly... You wouldn't have a clue. You wouldn't know what to look for. You wouldn't be able to, you know what I mean? You wouldn't know any of the warning signs. You wouldn't be able to say to them, I understand it's addictive. I've been there. I understand. So I like I can say to Daniel, I understand that you, you want the phone for longer. It's designed. That's designed. It's not your fault. That's designed to make you want to be on there longer. And I can discuss it in depth with them. But if I didn't know anything about that. I'm hoping by the time our kids are that age, SJ, that We'll have all wised up and we won't be on <laughs> social media won't exist. Of course. That's okay, here's case. my prediction. Here's my prediction. I <laughs> do think Nirvana. I do think a backlash is coming. I do. I can feel it in the ether. It'll be a backlash and it'll be a privacy issue. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's a lot of people going to stop the bus. Yeah. But I I think it'll get it'll be there'll be some big showdown in regards to our privacy, you know, and safety. I think the answer anyway is to decide I'm gonna go on it three times a week for 15 minutes. That'll cover you. That's plenty. It's grand. It's so grand. It's it's much easier for me, Dee, because I'm not in the public eye. But I think for you, for the last couple of weeks especially, it is so intertwined with getting your work out there. And it's it adds to your need to be to be surrounded by yourself and news of yourself and that must be very wearing it must be it's very horrible. tiring and horrible yeah it's absolutely horrible and my, I have been posting non-stop for a week anyway maybe two mm-hmm. uh, non-stop because and I have to do it and I want I want people to watch my show and I, I want that to be a success and I have mm. to take responsibility for posting as much as I can and so I do it when this is over, now see, I was launched last night, whatever, I have a couple more bits to do. I would like to go under a duvet and like not see or hear my face or my voice. I am utterly sick of myself. Sick. <laughs> and that's what happens. You just go, you reach saturation point and then, but that's all right because then you can withdraw. And I yeah. will, I will, I will step out of the frigging thing. Well, rest assured, nobody else is sick of the sight of you. Uh, well you see that's the thing that's what somebody said to me is you're doing everything whereas most people are only seeing one thing that you did they're seeing one post there and they might see that magazine whereas an actual fact what you have to do is saturation so yeah it's a part of what we do guys you know and it's just is it's a necessary don't you dare close your eyes (laughs) <laughs> we're very into the musicals today Unnecessary Eva will be a big hit It will And we, all of our followers All 20,000 combined Buy tickets <laughs> Don't forget my 160 or something On the Instagram <laughs> yeah. 
thank you, Barbara, for your letter this week, which was the basis for this week's episode, which is called A Necessary Evil, the musical. And for anybody else out there who has a question or would like us to discuss a topic, the email address is doksjeb at gmail.com. This podcast is powered by the ACAST Creator Network.